Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I'm a massive fan of the Tim Ferriss approach of automation and delegation. I use it in so many aspects of my life. But the question we're going to discuss today in the Trading Coach Podcast is, should automation and delegation be used in trading? And if so, when and how? Brendan says, I'll admit it, I don't slash didn't want to hear about backtesting. That's the voice I'm imagining that you're using. Um, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss and his approach to automate, delegate, and eliminate tasks. I was hoping I could automate backtesting. I guess I was wrong. Well, yo, so I'm, I'm a big fan of that as well. automation and delegation is key, but it's also key to a certain point. So I believe in automation and and, and delegation, um, but it has to be the right way. So when it comes to backtesting, if we're speaking backtesting specifically, right, I don't think we should delegate backtesting because an underappreciated value of backtesting, and I would argue, you know, we talked all about the numbers and stuff like that. One of the biggest values of backtesting is going to be the psychological element of it, right? The it, there there is no other way. We, we know that in trading, you need confidence, right? Winning ultimately comes down to confidence because lack of confidence causes mistakes, and mistakes is what cause most traders to lose. The problem is, how do you gain confidence without gaining confidence, right? You need to win to gain confidence, but if you never start, you can't win, so you can't right. So the only way to manufacture confidence is through backtesting because through manual backtesting by yourself, right? You are going through historical data, lots of numbers, right? It's tedious. We all hate it, right? Maybe there's some sickos out there that love it, right? I hate it because you're going through all these years, you're investing all this energy and you're basically filling out your spreadsheet one by one, win, loss, loss, win, win, loss, loss, right? But you're getting a, a full picture of what your strategy does. It, 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 it's, you know, imagine the difference between this. What do you think is going to give you a better feel of the game? Me just automating it and spitting out a number that says, hey, this strategy wins at 65% and gives you blank, 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 blank profit, or you actually doing the work, Right? What is going to have a, a better, long-lasting, positive feel to it? You, you doing the work, right? It's, it's no different than like, you know, pundits, pundits that talk about sporting events, right? Right now, like the, the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team is the biggest disappointment like in the world right now. So all the pundits are bashing them, saying like, oh, the culture is bad and blah, 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 blah. But there's a big difference between looking at it from the outside and looking at it from the inside. When you're on the ground, I think about Ted Lasso, right? And uh, I forgot the guy, um, the uh, the the blank, the guy from he was with the Independent, right? And he spent a year with the club, and it changed his mindset on things because he got to see how things actually operate, just versus seeing it from the outside, right? So that's why manual backtesting is so important. Now, I would say this, Brendan, there can come a time. So delegation plays a role in trading. Not to get too much off the topic, but Delegation can play a role in trading after you've already manual backtested, after you've done the work, 
then if you want, you can delegate that task to someone else. Like you can pay my my kid to do it, right? If you put into work to create a strategy and, and you know, obviously you can automate it as well, but let's say you get it to the point where it's simple, where it's like, hey, when this goes over this, you sell. When this goes under this, you buy, right? Teach it to my kids, right? <laughs> Teach it to my kids. And then you can say, hey, you know what? I want you to trade this strategy for three hours a day, right? And, and they can be profitable. Again, you, got, you have to assume that they understand the rules. But if you give someone a simple task, and honestly, if you tell them like, hey, I'm going to pay you no matter what, win or loss, they're more likely to follow the plan because now they're not emotionally attached to wins in the market or losses in the market. They're just going to follow the plan and not do what they think is right. And that's why I think kids would be great traders, um, but child labor laws and all that fun stuff. But anyway, that would be a, a, a good opportunity of, of delegating it. Um, automation is the same thing. Automation is great. It's great to automate a strategy, but after you have confidence in that strategy, because I'll tell you the thing about automation. <clears throat> automation is, is hard because automation basically spits out the results to you, right? It's automated. It's running in the background. You're not doing anything and it spits out the results, right? It's great when it's going good. When it's going bad, you start to question it. Trust me, I, I've dealt with traders who, who, have, who are trading automated strategies you start to question it. You're like, hey, why was this a bad month, right? And this is assuming that you don't have the back-tested knowledge, right? When you do have the back-tested knowledge, then it's easy because now you know, okay, hey, I remember during that back-testing period, I had like two bad months in a row or like every third month was a poor one, right? So I believe in automation and delegation, but after you've already done the work. And very similar with backtesting as well. So let's say we're, let's say you have developed a strategy, you have manually backtested it on just random number like 10 pairs, right? It's a mechanical strategy that could eventually be automated, right? You know this strategy works. It's worked across these 10 pairs, right? So you've already done the work, you've already built up your psychological gains from the backtesting. Let's say you wanna test 10 more pairs. Now this is where you can automate it. This is where if you can automate your backtesting, have it spit out a result, and now it tells you, hey, out of these other 10 pairs, five of these are great, six of these, you know, whatever the numbers may be, right? But again, the key is that automation comes what? Does it come before or after we've actually done the work? It comes after we've already done the work. And I think that is the key. I think we have to get our hands dirty. Like, we have to be in the, the muck before we can raise above the muck and start delegating and automating tasks. Because if we're not in the muck, we don't have a real feel. Again, it is, I'll give you another example. It is like these American owners that come in and buy these, uh, these English premier teams where they try to run it like American businesses, but they have no idea of the, the, the cultural differences and the business differences of how these premier uh, team leagues or premier league teams are ran. But if you take an example of like, um, uh, what's the Wrexham guys? Now I'm having a, a brain fart. Um, uh, Wrexham owners, blah, 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 blah. Uh, McIlvenny and, and, and Rob McIlvenny and um, why, why am I forgetting the, the, the more famous one? Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. There we go. Ryan, <laughs> so funny. I think of Deadpool saying something sarcastic every time. But you, you look at their example, if you're familiar with the Wrexham story, they didn't just come in and this was a fear. They didn't just come in and say, hey, these rich American celebrities and we're going to run them like this, like like what they're doing at, a, at a, who's it? Manchester United or whatever like that. 
They came in. They visited the, the town. They absorbed the culture. They talked to people and, and, and they talked to the community. And they got a feel for, hey, what does this club stand for? And then they, they, they then looked to, you know, they were hands off. They went back home. But then they looked to run it or put the people in place to run it based on kind of what they felt they felt was the right way. But the point was they, they went in there. They got their hands dirty first. And then they went up to delegate or automate. So I think the same thing goes for, for back testing, where at some point we have to get our feet dirty. We have to be in the mud. We have to do it ourselves to build that confidence, to build that, that psychological force field that's going to block out all those negative thoughts. But once we do that, once we have that, and once we're settled on a system, then if you want to automate the rest of it, that's fine because we already have that thing built. Or, one, or if you want to delegate it to someone else, I, I, I still wouldn't delegate back testing to someone else because I don't trust other people, but maybe delegate our trading to someone else, then we can do it. So I, I, I do, yeah, I do believe in, in the Tim Ferriss approach, but the delegation and the automation must be earned after we've already put them in. Before you leave, do me a favor. If you haven't done so already, please take a minute or so just to leave me a rating and a review on whatever podcasting app you're listening to this on. It takes no time, but it massively helps the show. It boosts us up the rankings and allows us to meet more and more traders and, well, get more and more awesome topics to discuss on this podcast. So do me a favor, leave a rating, leave a review. If you haven't done so already, also make sure you like, subscribe, follow, whatever you need to do. And I'll see you guys next episode of the Trading Coach Podcast.